husband wakes up with Steph, Abby, and Matt on B105. Hello there, exactly. podcasters. Hello. We had interesting stories from our listeners today. We asked if anyone had been in a coma, and some of the stories we got back were quite crazy. And the first one, and let's not give it away, but it didn't surprise me no. that someone had done mm. what that woman did. Mm. Oh, with the memory? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's well, cheeky. I don't know. It didn't you surprise gotta, you me. You've got to have your wits about you, though. I wouldn't think that quick. Mm. Yeah. I wonder if. Nah, she wouldn't have put herself. So Scotty in said, the like, coma, would you would choose me again? And we always said that we'd choose each other again because they're, we're like each other's least annoying person. Oh, right. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he, yeah. But I guess the thing with that is because we were talking about it last night as well. You don't know because, you, depending on how long you've been together, I guess, you're completely different people. Yeah, you know. but that's what I was saying when Scotty was um, going for a commercial and they were going to give him... should just say for the people, because um, you wouldn't have heard it yet, the story was there's a guy in Mackay who ha- was in a coma and then when he woke up he didn't remember his wife. Mm. Yeah, mm. but I was like saying when Scotty was going to go for a commercial and he was going to get a stand-in wife and he thought his wife was going to be young and hot. Mm. So I, I think it would be interesting if you guys got a lineup of women <laughs> yeah. that yeah. you could think outside... The box of whether you're going to date now, mm. who you think would be your your match? Well, I think every man has this idea that when if they ever get like I always joke to Esther, I always mm. say my second wife hasn't been born yet. Yeah, you yeah, know, and that's, that's, that's yeah. every guy just thinks that. <laughs> yeah. like, no, he's just saying when he's older, yeah. he'd be out of when I'm seventy. Mm. Yeah, he'd have this thirty-five year old going. Oh my god, I mm. just need you, and you depends <laughs> saggy balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a ball lift, guys. Can you get a me. ball lift? Don't, of course you can. too much and it's not worth the effort. Dude, can you, honestly, you didn't oh, like you it? Oh, probably. Of course you <laughs> can. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a snooker ball now. Because not... I remember it from Bad Grandpa. Gram... Yeah, Bad Grandpa, yeah. Yeah, remember that scene? And no. he had the big balls that were hanging down. No. And I remember thinking, oh my God, is that real? Mm. And you know what? My testicles aren't going to droop anyway because mm. I take lots of collagen. And we all know how that tines your skin up. Okay. Uh, okay, so you can get scrotoplasty. <laughs> it's, scrotoplasty. Called a, it's called a scrotal lift. There mm. are a variety of reasons a man's scrotum can be stretched and loose. Um, a scrotal lift is a procedure performed by, okay, Dr. Philip does them. Hmm. Yeah, they I wonder just, they if remove that's the for... excess skin, lift them up, sew it up. All right. Yeah. It's not a difficult procedure and can boost a man's self confidence. Why? Uh, maybe, I don't know. I find that sometimes my gay friends are more fussier with mm. their partner's genitals so. than yeah. Yeah, right. girls have never gone, oh, mm. I mean, I can use it, but it's not like I've gone, oh, that's amazing. How did Aesthetics. you? Yeah, no, no, you never would. Yeah. yeah. How did you become a scrotal surgeon? Well, I wasn't smart enough for brain surgery and it looked kind of similar, so I figured. <laughs> <laughs> I was good at bull sports and yeah. I just thought. Yeah. I mean, technically I am still a brain surgeon because every man thinks with his balls. If you're going to go into, uh, be a doctor, mm-hmm. like hypothetical, mm-hmm. what field field would you be in? Like I, I find it amazing people go, oh, I'm going to be a foot doctor mm. or I'm going to be an orthopedic surgeon because I like breaking bones. An ethetist. Oh, fun. Playing with drugs. Mm. And they charge heaps and they really just... Apparently t- it's ridiculously stressful. Stupid which, question. Are they doctors? Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yep. Mm. You go back into that. But um, yeah, I'd, they always say anaesthetists are quite different people, yeah, which I often, I don't yeah. really... Yeah. Mm. I like anaesthetists. Yeah, they're always lovely people. Our favourite anaesthetist would have to be the cave diver, right? Yeah. From Adelaide. 
Yeah, the guy saved the kids out of the Thai cave. Mm. Which, how amazing. Oh, have, uh, I got a friend needed... who's in the Neath. Well, I have a friend yeah, as well, but I'm saying like he is in yeah. Save People from Caves. That, that, that film's coming out soon too. Oh. Mm. 13 Below, it's called. Cool. Uh, Radio, let's get into it. Here's the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Man, poor man, uh, Luke, he suffered a terrible motorbike accident and he ended up in a coma. Uh, he lives in Mackay. And when he awoke from his coma, there was a woman in his room uh, sitting by his bedside, hadn't left his side the entire time he was in the coma. And um, he woke up and he said, who are you? And she said, I'm your wife. And he said, what? During the time he was in the coma, he had forgotten uh, that he had a wife. He'd actually forgotten all of his life up until... <gasps> the time of the accident and he oh. had to um she had to remind him he stayed with her and he had to relearn to love her he also has had... any of it come back because that's that's freaky to lose all your memory before that accident yeah. and have to meet you like parents and mm-hmm. everyone mm-hmm. he also had to learn to walk again so he's kind of busy does he love um, her i mean imagine if you like... no he is he is smitten he's oh, like all I, all I do is live to see her smile she's amazing it's um yeah no really but you could go the other way in fact me and um cat saw this story and we're like, would you pick me again if you didn't remember me? And you go, yes. <laughs> but I would like to make well, up different know. memories. Like know. if you're telling him the memories, yeah, I would say, you know, we had a wedding. Mm. There was like a thousand people there. Mm-hmm. And well, then, you'd, like you'd feel you it nice the, stuff. You get out the album of the wedding and there's two. I would never even looked at so, photos or a video. I'd, I'd, I'd go the other way. Would you I'd say be like, yes, we are married. And you, you let do all me, the cooking and the cleaning. Go the I weekend. go out once a week. No questions Just, asked. You're really cool with that stuff. Oh my gosh, you guys are evil. This is no, a love you'd have story. To, when, when you tell stories about things, mm. it's only nice memories. Mm. Like you embellish. That's what you're doing. You have to relive it. So, you're not so just, good you're awake from the coma because um, I was missing our open relationship. Mm. And <laughs> yeah, forget the memories. Well, I don't know if that's yours that you're filling in. That, well, was, no. that wasn't ours. No. Well, you're just using it to yes, cheat them into doing all the housework. Day. It's not tricking them, reminding them they loved 100% tricking it. them into doing the housework. You know you're just reprogramming. Yeah. To your own will. They've been reset. You've, they've been control-alt-deleted. Let me tell you this. Yeah. When, when you clear everything off your desktop... Mm. And they put it all into the bin. Mm. Mm. Fresh slate. Yeah. Then you put the stuff back in that you like. Mm. So if this man was your partner, that is what you would do. What? Sure. Well, yeah. Well, we're in love, but mm. of course I'm not going to fill him in with the bad stuff. <laughs> Why would you fill someone in with the bad stuff? The guy's just had a hard time. He's got to learn to walk again. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot going on in his life. I'm only going to give him good memories. Right. And I would hope that my husband would only give me good memories as well. Mm-hmm. Imagine that he can't. Hey, what, imagine like, that. I'm he so goes, sorry. Oh, and the one time we went to a party and you got too drunk and you stood up on there and no, he wouldn't tell me that. But he He'd who, go, you are the life of the party, sweetheart. But he who forgets history is destined to repeat it. If you forgot all your bad mistakes, you'd go out and do them all over again. And everyone would be like, oh, that's that idiot guy. He's done this before. Well, it's good that we've had a speak, uh, spoke about this. So mm. when you lose your memory, we'll make sure that we only fill you in with the bad stuff. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's really interesting, and it is something that you think about, like what would it be like to be in a coma? You get all those questions of can you hear the people? Are you aware of what's around you? It would be so <laughs> scary if someone told you the date and you're like, what? Like yeah. that mean, that's been months mm. since. Because a lot of people are in an induced coma so that they can heal. Yeah, yeah. And then I guess there's a lot of people that you're just waiting for people to wake up. I went into a coma in the 80s. What's going on? Uh, Top Gun's number one at the box office and Kate Bush is number one on the charts. 
what happened? <laughs> Has any time passed? <laughs> but I'd love to hear from people. 13, 10, 60, we may not get anyone because I don't know how rare they are, but have you been in a coma and what was it like? And how was your memory when you got out of it? Becky in Augustine Heights, have you been in a coma? No, I haven't, but an old friend of mine was. Hmm. Um, and she came out of the coma and claimed that she couldn't remember her husband. And we knew that previous to the accident, she wasn't overly happy with the marriage. Um, and it emerged that actually she probably could remember, but she kind of took the opportunity and made out that she didn't. Wow. <laughs> How did you sort of catch her out? Like, what was the inconsistency where you were like, oh, wait a minute, that doesn't oh. make sense? There was, there was just lots of it. Oh. And um, it was... She she had a daughter with him, um, and she could remember that, and she could remember the birth and everything. But, just but anything to do with him, <laughs> couldn't remember. And it was just like, mm, we're wow. not sure whether, you know, actually that's spot on. She has <laughs> selective memory. As was she, with yeah. the other blo- she was with another bloke, like, cheating at sa- and remembered him? Um, no, she was just... Um, she was just married at the time. She wasn't seeing anybody as right, far as okay. no, right. she just yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she just, I think she, she, there was no secret before the accident that she was unhappy. Yeah. Um, and we just, yeah, with all the discrepancies, we just felt that she probably just took the opportunity. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Make it work for you. Juanita. Okay. Mm-hmm. You say fair enough about that, but you don't say fair enough about us resetting our partners. Yeah, because you're you're changing them to your behalf. She's getting out of a bad marriage that she wanted to leave. You don't know. It might have you're been... telling him that they like to do the washing up every Sunday. No, I'm just going to tell him all the happy stuff. I want him to be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just saying. I wouldn't say, hey, you pick your toenails on the couch and we have a big fight of it. Why would you put in stuff like that? Because you want the person back. You don't want them changed. No, I want them back, but better. See? Why would you not? Mm. Mm. So it's like when you take your car for a service, you're like, can Very... you make sure you clean it? Yeah, you don't go, hey, I want it back in the same condition. <laughs> cool, guys. Juanita. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> hey, Juanita. Hi. Hey, what happened? Were you in a coma? I was. I was nine years old and I fell four stories and hit cement. Oh. I was pronounced dead twice and wow. taken home on Christmas Day to go to sleep and pass away. Wow. I woke up instead. Oh, my wow. goodness. Oh, how long were you in a coma for? Three days. Right. And do you remember anything of the time while you were in there? Um, not. I did attack a nurse, apparently. Right. I was violent and I rippled her hair up. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember bits and pieces of the day that came back sporadically through the years mm. of what happened during the day. Right. Wow. And all your family around you thinking that you wouldn't make it and taking you home. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I had passed away for the second time on December 24th. Yeah. My heart had stopped beating mm-hmm. and they pronounced me dead. And then after, I think it was like three minutes something, I came back on my own. They didn't resuscitate me because they weren't expecting me to live. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I, I came back on my own and they said, look, tomorrow's Christmas. You can either take her home and just be with family or we can switch her off here in the hospital and just let her let her go to sleep. Yeah, wow. And um, they took me home so we could be all together and I woke up instead. Christmas miracle. miracle. Miss Miracle. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Well done, Juanita. What a great story. Yeah. <laughs> I have to ask, Juanita, did they have presents yes. for you then if you woke oh up? Oh, my pre- gosh, they did not. Yeah, because that's no, what I mean. They weren't expecting on. you to well, wake no, up. It's just because they hadn't gone shopping because they were in yeah. so sad about everything that's going on. They didn't yeah. have Christmas dinner organised either. 
Did they? That's right. And I was so mad. I was really, I woke up and I was really mad. Fair enough. Um, this Christmas so sucks. They, they, where's my pudding? <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a great story, Renita. Glad you're still with us. Lorraine in Springfield, your mother was in a coma just last year? Yeah. So she was in a coma and like before she went in, she was still like, you didn't really care what you thought about her opinion. She would voice it. Mm-hmm. But once she came out of the coma, she was like ruthless. Like, she didn't care if you would cry. She doesn't. She didn't care if... Like, she made the nurses actually leave the, um, one of the nurses. Like, I can't care for this lady because she's so rude. Wow. She lost she her doesn't filter. Have that, yeah. Wow. It do, I mean, it does affect parts of your brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, she's still to this day, like, when we go shopping with, like, my sister and myself will go with her. We're like, oh, mum, don't say that. Don't say that. Yeah, right. Maybe it could also be that thing of if you've gone through something that traumatic, you sort you would lose that sort of I don't care anymore. Mm. I've almost died. I'm just gonna. How long was she in a coma for? Uh, she was in a coma for seven months. Seven That's a months. Long time. And you would have talked to her about it. Can she remember any of that time while she was in the coma? Um, she can't. Like she says that she was like awake, but she couldn't. Like everything was just white. Like wow. she, everything around her, like she could hear everything. She couldn't recognize the voices though. Mm. Wow. Maybe but she was when just... she came out, she had to like learn to walk. She yeah. couldn't talk because of the tubes. Wow! Um, and she actually lost her hearing as well. Right, that's incredible. Wow! Well, thanks for your call, Lorraine. Yeah. There you go. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Oh, there's always new dating trends. They always come up with new new, new names as yeah. well, like you know the ghosting and mm. all that. But uh, this is a dating trend that maybe you could get behind. Okay. It started over in New York, and you know how they always do speed dating, but they're like, you know what, speed dating you can't do large groups. No one really wants that anymore. It's a bit, you know, mm. two thousand twenty-two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is a dating trend where I was like. Oh, if you have been single for some time, maybe you've come out of a long-term relationship, maybe you're um, on Tinder mm-hmm. or you're on Bumble and you kind of go, or plenty of fish or whatever, and you're like, I just want to I want to see how this goes, you can actually put on your profile that you're practice dating. And oh. they are now doing practice dating nights as well, which is kind of like a speed dating where you go and you go, hey, well, we're not interested. Mm-hmm. You're probably not someone I would normally swipe on, but you seem like a nice person. And then you'll go on a date. You'll both say that we're both splitting the bill. Mm-hmm. You'll ask a different few questions mm-hmm. and just sort of get back on the scene. And they say that the polite thing to do after is to go, if you found them nice, you would then recommend a friend. Do you do uh-huh. practice hookups as yeah, well? How, like, how much <laughs> of a practice? Tell you what, you go home, you yeah. tell me what I'm like in yeah. bed, where I can work on things. You're pregnant, yeah. it was a practice. Uh, well, it was a practice. That's what could go wrong. Oh. This uh, one lady was saying that after she had the guy reach out and go say, hey, I know this is only practice dating, but I actually uh, feel like there's a bit of spark. Do you? Yeah. And then she said, that's when you, if you are open to it, you can. Mm. But if not, you really shut them down and saying, hey, I need to be honest with you. I'm only practice dating right now. So even though you're nice, this is not going any further. I think it's great because it's like that thing of you always get the job interview that you don't care about. Yes. So if you go into a date and I'm just practicing, you're going to be actually more comfortable and more relaxed and more you than you normally would be and you might even be better at it and find the match. Or you it could be practice. the one before the one as well. That's true. I hate to break it to you, but this is just dating. No, because no, the women, dating. The women are practicing, <laughs> but the men who are going for a practice date mm. are doing what we always do. And we're just shooting our shot, just popping off bullets everywhere, <laughs> waiting to see until we land but one. But there's less pressure as well. That's true. My, so even um, if you, you know, you, you're not, 
seeing that person, they might recommend you to a friend. Yeah. You don't need to pay for the date either because mm-hmm. there is a clear set that we're paying for our own way. Mm-hmm. But the guys, they're, they're going there thinking, that's it, they're not. They're Some of the girls could mode. as well. My yeah. practice marriage is going really well. <laughs> I can't wait for the real one. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's also as well, people saying that it's harder to make friends. Yeah, so then you might even just make friends with people as well. Yeah, yeah. if you believe that you can make friends with the opposite sex, yeah. How did you guys meet? We were practice dating. Yeah, we were practice dating and then all whoops, mm. we slipped whoops. into a real one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Real well. what? Practice yeah. makes perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Now, you guys always pay me out that when my daughter gets old and leaves the house, I will be sitting around crying and sad because she is my only true friend. Uh, and something. No, we only say that because you always go, like, I can't wait till she moves out when mm. she's 18. Yeah, you said that done. when she's 18, she's kicked out. Yep. That's it. Out the door. And, and, I, the door and, she goes. and we say, no, and that's not going to be the case. Because you're also the person that didn't want children. Now you are the best father either, as well. And remember when she wanted a costume and you travelled all over Brisbane to be mm. able to get the right one? Mm hmm. <laughs> yes, I do remember. Yeah. That. Saying that you'd never take them to sports, even though you're sitting at the. Ice skating, it freezing. Cold. See, yeah. that's what we mean. Yeah, and something happened last night, and it was just—it was such a small, little thing, but I think it has massive ramifications, and it hit me right in the feels. Right, so bedtime ritual: um, go in at eight thirty, say goodnight, hugs, kisses, all that sort of thing. Normally, sing a song. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. sing a song. Yeah. What do you sing? Whap. Depends. Whap. <laughs> Whap's her favourite at the moment. Um, <laughs> Sometimes uh, good, you know, the one they sing in um, Three Men and the Little Lady. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. And then she goes, ba do, ba ba do. Yeah. So we sing a song and then, you know, and leave the nightlight on. And then last night I was putting it to bed. And, um, and it's such a, such a tiny little difference. But I was like, oh. And as I'm leaving, she said, Dad. And I said, yes. She goes, can you shut the door? I said, sure. So I left the door ajar. She goes, no. Right, like, shut it. All the way. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? She can't smoke with the door open. Well, see, I was like. <laughs> She's preparing for when a boyfriend stays it. over. Oh, oh, my God. Lift up the window. <laughs> Everyone, stop. It's the beginning of the end. Stop. Dad. Dad his stupid song. <laughs> Everyone. What she's saying is, she doesn't need you anymore to protect her. Exactly. Exactly. I've got this, Dad. Or fact, she's shutting the door to protect herself from me. Oh, uh, Dad, uh, just let me know if you've got any issues at the night. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll I'm come here. Running. Shut the yeah. door. Yeah, and then so I was, I was like, okay, shut it. I was like, all right. And then I went to the kitchen. I said, did you knock after? No, not yet. Yeah, I didn't yeah. have to go back. But I said to Cat, I said, do you mind believe what just happened? And she said, what? And I said, I said, oh, she wanted to shut the door. And Cat goes, same with you two. She's like, oh, well. I was like, what? She goes, well. What do you do when you shut your bedroom door? I was like, no, did you? Come on, mate. Come mm. on. She's only young. She's nice. But no, she's just prepping for it. She's getting in early. Mm. She's very independent. She's she, very independent. She better not be. I've got plans this weekend. It's going to be I worse. Got... <laughs> it's going to be worse, though, because I don't reckon she will move out when she was 18. I reckon mm. she's going to move her boyfriend in. Mm. And I know that you've always hoped she has a girlfriend, and that's fine. I don't care. But I'm just saying, like, that's going to be a hard thing for you. Are you going to be cool with boys sleeping over? Uh, there'll be rules, but yeah, I'll be cool what with What will it. be the yeah. rules? He's got to like VR. The door ajar. <laughs> uh, he can't touch my figurines. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, don't, I don't know. We're not there yet, but I imagine you'd have the same door open policy and all that kind of thing. Well, he's gone through that before, yeah. so I think you guys know how you yeah. are with it. Mm. But I'm going to tell you now, the rules for my daughter and the rules for my sons, I don't care what you say and how sexist you tell me I am, they're going to be real different. How so? 
Well, I'm not going to let boys sleep over. At, at all? all? No. But then she would just sleep over. You can't do that, Manny, because then she'll just stay over at a guy's house and you'll lose connections. You need to be able to include them in your life. Nah. <laughs> See, I've always said that the rules apply, like, for now, because my boys, like, will wake me up in the middle of the night. Yeah. So I've always said I'm going to continue. Just so you know, if mm. you're going to wake me up at 1 o'clock mm. because you want me to tuck you back in, mm. when you've got a girl staying over, no. I'm going to come in at 1 o'clock and say, sorry, love, he just loves me to do this, and I'm going to continue to do that. So that's going to be hard for them. I can't tuck you in when you're in that position. <laughs> Well, head to toe. <laughs> My mum always said your genitals are still in the same area. It doesn't yeah. make any difference. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks on Monday, uh, your chance at $10,000. It will be the 25th of July. Wow, it's flying by. I don't got them. You got them? Uh, Anyone got them? Warthog. Warthog. Uh huh. Wattle. Uh huh. And wings. Uh-huh. Wart, hog, wattle and wings. Do we have wart hogs here? No. Mm. Mm. There you go. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. The International <laughs> Olympic Committee has the honour to announce that the Games of the 35th Olympiad are awarded to Brisbane, Australia. <laughs> Now I don't I don't want to I don't want to throw shade on our um, Brisbane City Council and our Lord Mayor Shinny because we do love Shinny. And don't. Okay. Play a song. Well, um, why are you going to give shade? Well, they did something that I think we've we've experienced here. Remember when uh, we moved studios from mm-hmm. down to our old studio here, and they asked us all these questions about what we wanted when they redid the studios. And, and they got a the gym butchy, here, and we yes. said we, we'd love to keep the gym. They got butcher's paper. Yeah. It was like, write down what you actually need. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, keep we a gym. All this stuff was great. We had all these ideas. People did say more greenery. Greenery. And there's definitely more greenery but here. It, like, we're full of plants but inside, which is amazing. Yeah. In the end, Full hydro setup, rocking. It yeah. didn't really feel... It's good. Walter White comes around and waters them all the time. Mm. Um, but it didn't really feel in the end that they listened to any of our suggestions. It was just like a, hey, you want to keep busy? You want to feel like you're included? I feel like we were supposed to say what they had already locked yeah. in. Exactly. That was the idea of it. We're well, supposed to- I think the Brisbane City Council are doing that to in all of us because they did ask. They got a lot of responses, but they did ask for ideas to make these Olympics that are coming to Brisbane the best Olympics ever. Uh, and residents of Brisbane have submitted their ideas, um, and there's 60 or so that they've, I think, shortlisted. Uh, and I don't think it's one of those ones where some of them are great ideas. I, I don't think any of them are going to actually happen. Though. Did someone suggest we call it Olympic McLimpface? Yes. That's the number one one. That's the only one I think they're actually going to do. At the Sydney Olympics, the one thing I really loved is the community spirit. Right. right? And yeah. I think, like, I guess Aussie, Aussie, Aussie is still going to stay around. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. you'd be at a pub and you'd be drinking. It'd be one in the morning and then someone would start that. Yeah. yeah. And you'd all join in. So the community spirit was good. And also the amount of volunteers. Mm, yeah. But I think what we need to do is make sure that those volunteers that are, like, directing people where to go are famous people. Oh. Do you know? It's like you'd come up and you'd go, oh, bugger me, you're... Look like at old Dundee. The volunteer thing. He's got an American thing. accent because he hasn't lived here for very many years. But do you know <laughs> what I mean? The volunteer thing always if annoys he's still me. Around in 2035, we'll be very lucky. He's 2032, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It's the date of the Olympics. Get it right. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. If they, if they... Oh, no. I was saying, why, why for something that earns so much money mm. and brings so much to an economy... Mm. Do we have to have volunteers? Because it's that, you know, but just pay the But they're still people. at the airport. Have you not seen the volunteers that do it at the airport? Yeah, my pilot was a volunteer. I love him. They do the volunteers at the hospital. Don't knock them. The people that do it need a service and they I'm need a purpose. I'm not knocking those people. I'm not, I'm, I just think we could afford to 
to staff. People it, want they? to. I'll volunteer. You have, haven't you? Put our names down. Yeah, yeah. I reckon it's great. And the, the amount of people that they need, you'll be blown away. Mm. Uh, some of the ideas, though, uh, that you know are supposed to help the city look better and be more accessible for people while they visit for the Olympics. This one has been mooted around a fair few times, and I like the idea, but the old, it's back on the table now, the flying fox mm-hmm. from Kangaroo Point over to um, the other side of the river. Right? That'd be fun. That'd be good. That'd be good. I wanted the one in um, Mount Coother. Mm. From down oh, I saw your sign out but the front the of your house. Rich yes. people well, up don't listen to all of these people Just and put in a flying no, fox, please. So you said no flying fox. We've got a few of these around our place. Uh, maybe you do in your woodlands as well. The little fairy doors where the fairies live. No, but they have them up at Roma Street Gardens. Right. Yeah. right. yeah, we have them all around ours. The little little doors where actually fairies live. Little, and they want to put more fairy housing. No, fairies at our now. place we've got like drop your needles here and stuff like that. Those boxes. You got bad fairies. Parts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. you got hardcore fairies. <laughs> They're in gangs. <laughs> on the fairy dust. Um, super canopy. I like this one. So you turn every rooftop in Brisbane CBD into a arboreum. What? A tree place. Oh. Mm, so trees on the So like, like parks yep. on top of the, on top yep. of the mountain. That, that, that are, um, greenery, yeah. Greenery. Oxygen's better. And the best one, and I think this could really work, uh, a Olympic-sized swimming pool in the, the Brisbane River. And it, it's when the Olympics are over. racing, yeah. And then when the Olympics are over, it's a pool there, and it moves. So it could be in Brisbane City one day. It can be up further. It can be down further. But they've got around. an Olympic pool. You're not going to do it outside because you need everyone watching. So they'll mm. be doing it at Chandler, won't they? I think they might build one in the river, like I just suggested. I thought that was just for looks. Because what about no. when the river like it flows over and you're like, oh yuck, that's the Brisbane water. Oh look water. at that, it's. Flooded again. Oh, now, now it's on North Stratton. Yeah, well, that'd make you swim faster. Oh, I don't on. see a downside. Adrian, our audio producer, yeah, who yeah. quite often likes to come in and say, you're talking about that wrong, idiot. <laughs> no, no, no. All I was going to say is that the planning to have the swimming at the top of Roma Street in the new complex, so oh. it'll only be temporary, which is actually really annoying. They should actually make a permanent pool, but what? it's only going to be temporary. They pool. did do that for the Commonwealth Games. I went down to the Gold Coast and they yeah, had like the that. temporary one. Like there's a pool there. Temporary but they had, stands. Yeah, mm. the stands, and they just sort of put mm. them all up. So not, mm. I was thinking you meant temporary pool like the bar one from Kmart and <laughs> pump it up. <laughs> so the pool will stay, the stands will go. No, the pool will go, and then it'll be an entertainment centre at the top of Roma Street. Mm. So it's a waste of money, I reckon. Yeah, it doesn't seem very cost-effective. See what I was saying at the start, how they asked you for all your ideas, and now they're just going to ignore them? Yeah, <laughs> they're random. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Aren't we just a bunch of Freud? Is that what it is? Freud. Freud. Yeah. We like it when other people are misfortunes. And I guess there is a lot of jealousy that goes around when people are going well. And the ATO have come out and said, oh, thank you, guys. When the ATO says thank you, we <laughs> go, what has everyone done? Uh-huh. What have you done? <laughs> Apparently they've had a record number of Dobbins. Oh, really? And over 43,000 people. And they're only That's the why calls. you can't buy nappies at the moment. <laughs> there are any of the calls that you've got to yeah, as well. Right, They're still getting to it. And that is people dobbing in going, hey, mm. they're doing cashies. Because mm. cashies are frowned upon, otherwise known as illegal. Um, and <laughs> like that is frowned upon. <laughs> Murder's frowned upon in common society. 100% it's frowned Very upon. Very frowned naughty, upon. Naughty, naughty. Mm. Uh, but they're saying that a lot of people are dobbing in cashies because you obviously can't tax them. Mm. 
So they're saying that. And it's not just what you would think, because I would think that, you know, it would be... Uh, tradies. Tradies or, mm-hmm. you know, something that you can do a service for. Mm. But they're saying, no, there's a lot of people that have dobbed in their workplace and they're now saying, have you checked out the cool app that we have? You can do it with that. So is that 43 cashy dobbins or is that 43,000 total? Total. 43,000 for the the cashy Just dobbins. Cashy. Just cashies. Just oh, cashies. Wow. And that is, yeah. Oh, oh, and that is even again. like some people, for ex- uh, one person said that she was working at a nail salon mm. and every time someone went to pay, the owner or the manager would pull out the ATM and say, look, it's not working. Can oh, we yeah, do cash? And then they were saying that it wasn't really tallying up. So yeah. there's a lot of businesses that were doing it. And the ATO has gone, a dead giveaway is when they say cash only. You reckon there's a dead giveaway? I'd say that's, that's, that's exactly what that is. Do you reckon anyone's? <laughs> do you reckon anyone's calling up and going? I just want to let you know, my drug dealer only accepts cash. Uh, I tried to use credit card, wouldn't give me an invoice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'd probably follow him up. But I want to know if it's not illegal to pay someone in cash if it's under a certain amount. Remember, mm. if it was over ten thousand, you can't do it anymore. Mm. If you go to buy a car, but it's not illegal to pay for it. It's just illegal if that person's not reporting it. That's 100%. You can do all the cashies you want. You just have to write it down and declare them. Mm. But the thing about doing cashies is you don't have to write them down and declare them. It's a real loophole. Well, that's the thing. You pay cash. It's not your responsibility to make sure they pay their tax. No. You yeah, just got to pay them for the goods and service, then they work it out themselves. They got to. But if you look at all the, I mean, all these cashies going on out there, there's 43,000 Dobbins. You're right. There's more happening. This is why our roads are all potholed. Now, buses don't run on time. The government needs this money. That's more council money as well, by You heard me. <laughs> okay, well, the, the council you money, the tax that, goes to holes. something different. If you look at your tax return, don't you'll look see at my where tax it goes. Return. No worries, whatever. And a lot of it goes to uh, to help out the elderly, oh. and a lot of it goes to um, people that are on welfare. I That's wish the majority you could, of the, I the wish pay. You could decide where it goes. That's what I said. Mm. Wouldn't it be nice? I think people would be more um, into, it. into it. And then you, you get go, a little plaque. Stav's tax paid for this. <laughs> people would be keen for that. Well, you'd, have, you'd have a lot of plaques around here. You'd, you? you'd probably have the Story Bridge, wouldn't yeah. you? Well, With all the you tax know. you pay. And, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Helping yeah. people who, yeah. I don't know, what would you get? Different sort of just fun Ferris wheel or something? I, no, I'd still do that. Like if I, Say I help an elderly person and then mm. he has to wear a badge with oh, my face stop. on it. <laughs> <laughs> my, Thank you, Stav. Yeah, Stav's tax dollars paid for my dinner. I'd be keen for that. I'd be happy for it to go to education. Okay. What would you be happy for it to go to? To pay less tax. No, come on. Like, if it had to. Like, you still have to pay the same amount of tax. But you know when it says on there the the level of where it goes? A Mm. lot of it is for for welfare. Um, I probably would put it into helping um, families who can't afford things for their kids. Like, like, you know, how many kids can't afford to play sport and stuff like that or can't afford to... Um, you know, have extra stuff for school and Lovely. instruments. I reckon that That's should be great. I reckon it should like be subsidies go. for for kids' sports yep. because yeah. then it affects them. You know, helps their health later on. Yep. They're and saying then you that get there's fifty. Matt, hey, you, you want to come over and field. play my Maddie Axon PlayStation? <laughs> there's fifty billion dollars they're estimating that they're missing out on See? tax because of that many cashies. Wow. So then, that yeah, is, so yeah. fifty billion activities, and therefore they're missing out eleven billion it of taxes. It is one of the main issues with um, going uh, cashless society. Is that sort of that sort of thing will be gone? And in, in all fairness, all illegal trade is is sort of nixed because you can't pay for it. They'd find a way. Oh, they'd find a way. Mm. And there's a will. Then I'd get a plaque on there's it. There's a way. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Where is the treasure? Let's find the treasure. I'll find the treasure. We'll find the treasure. It's mine. You understand? Mine. All mine. Yahoo! 
131060. I don't know if we'll get anyone because I hadn't seen this in a very long time. Uh, a while ago, maybe 20 years ago, they were a bit of a rage. And anytime you went to the beach, you would see them. But I took Gussie for a walk to the park and um, I was chucking the ball for him. Loves a bit of the ball chucking. And um, there was a guy down the far end of the park. And I thought I'll stay away from him uh, because he's weeding. Because uh, he was going around with a pole and it looked like he was weeding oh, the, yeah, the, poison. the grass. Yeah, the yep. poison. So I thought, oh, don't want to put it. It's probably dog safe. They wouldn't do it if it wasn't. But I'll just leave him be and I'll keep Gus up that way. My dog's an idiot. And he ended up right next to the dude, so I had to go over to get the ball back. Well, you um, were throwing the ball, Gussie. so I don't think you can blame the dog. He, he runs, he runs wherever he wants to go. <laughs> and um, he wasn't weeding, he was metal detectoring in the park. Right. And I had not seen a metal detectorer in a long time. Uh, and he was going through the park looking, and it, it's, I thought, pretty clever idea because it is the soccer club, and on the weekend they have, like, heaps and heaps of people, and yeah. when you go there on a Monday, there is, there's, like, water bottles and a hat, and there's all sorts of mm-hmm. flotsam and jetsam left over. So you could you could find stuff. But I always remember that the beach seemed to be the big place. Yes, in the sand, yeah. Because yeah. it, it feels like it should be a certain age group, like you'd expect, Old like, an man. 80-year-old man. Mm. But our friends have got, their kids have got back into it, but oh. it's different than what you think. So they have bought all this metal detecting and you can get it cheaper online Mm. and then they go to different places and they love it but it's not for like you know how you would always be for money yeah they do it the same way that you guys did it for magnet fishing in the ocean like in the the river River. Mm. you just want junk yeah so they don't care so they find old keys they find just junk and they think it's amazing that Mm. they found old like coat hangers and stuff and i was like so it's not Anything of value, and they're like occasionally you get coins, but no one has coins anymore. The adventure, it's the adventure. Yeah, and apparently mm. there's places that are opening now, and you can drive. I don't know far. I think it's up near um uh, up north, and mm. there's places that you can go, and they actually put stuff in there for you oh. to find. Oh, like a scavenger hunt. Yeah, yeah. like a scavenger hunt. Had this there's guy a, lost something? Uh, no, I didn't think so. I think he was just looking for stuff. Bless you. There's a guy. You. I know there's a guy because he pops up on Bondo Rescue occasionally. Who does it down there? If you've lost a wedding ring or some jewellery, he'll find it for you. And sometimes he'll stay till like ten o'clock at night. So do wedding rings come up? Because it says metal detecting. But what about if you're like, oh, it's only pure gold? Like that's still. I I believe in 131060, if you are a metal detectorist, uh, I want to know if you still do this and if you found anything good, uh, so join the show. Um, I would suspect this day and age you could probably set it for different metals. Oh, yeah. You know? You'd probably get caught out on a lie too, you know? A lot of people, like I say, it's, you know, however much gold and it should come up on That's a metal detector saying, yeah, and then up. it's not stainless you, steel with a bit of paint. Did you ever do it? You ever no, I've never done it. I've seen no. them when we've been on the Gold Coast on the weekends and stuff. I've seen a few people getting around doing it. They're mm. pretty sweet looking bit of kit now. I've never found it at the park. No, that's what. That's why it's they've got to have weird. the headset, don't they? Or yeah. is it different yeah. now it's got the little vibration? No, yeah. oh, I don't know. Because, yeah, it sounds like... A... It's, it's like playing hot and cold with your kids, really, isn't exactly it? Exactly what it is. It's an electronic hot and cold it's, it's with a same, game at the end. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hot, 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 hotter, 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 hotter. <laughs> I, I get one that says that. Yeah. yeah. I always think it's strange when they come so close to you. Mm. Remember, the, like when you were sitting on a, a towel and they'd come close to you and you're like, well, waving it over your metal hip. Clearly, anything here is kind of mine. Found yeah. a wallet. <laughs> Found a wallet. Uh, Jenea in Red Bank Plains. Are you a metal detectorist? Uh, no, but I've had my ring stand by one. Whereabouts were you? Down this bit for Easter with the family, and I've taken them off to put sunscreen on my kids, and they're full out once I went down to the beach to walk. Um, 
So yeah, we rang somebody out and he came out and within half an hour he found them. Oh, that is oh, wow. so cool! You can still hire them. How old was he? Like, like over sixty? What, what do you look uh, like? Like, yeah, probably about like mid twenties. Oh, mid twenties. That was a shock. That was a shock. There you go. And did he charge you for that as well? Yeah, he's in his mid twenties. Um, yeah, he did. Um, he yeah, so he did charge us to find them. Um, and he said sometimes he just does it for fun as well. Yeah. Right. Is it is it sort of like a you know like a locksmith? Like, is there a call out fee yeah. and then an hourly fee? Um, no, he just had one rate. Um, How much? Uh, he cost us um, two fifty to find them. Wow, that's pretty good though for your wedding ring. Yeah, well, yeah, you'd pay whatever, but that's still yeah. pretty good for him. I he am probably not lives paying. close by. I'm not paying double the amount the ring is worth <laughs> <laughs> just to find it. <laughs> uh, all right, 13-10-60, That's our number. Peter in Upper Mount Cravat. Are you a metal detectorist? No, I'm not, guys. Um, but we travelled around Australia a few years ago with our family. And we followed, on every campsite we travelled to, we followed the same guy and his wife who were funding their trips through their metal detecting. They were funding it? Yeah, so they were um, looking for jewellery, coins and actual gold, you know, natural gold in the ground. And, um, yeah, every few days we'd run across the same people and they would, all day they would spend metal detecting across the areas where we were, wow. mostly in the Kimberley and the... Where yeah. does the rules come in for finders keepers? Losers weepers. Yeah, I don't know if that's really in it, but there is a certain in part case of adjourned. the mm. <laughs> certain part of the law. Like, do you need to hand certain things in if it's so. over a value? Don't know. I think so. I'm not sure. Ah. But they funded their whole trip doing that. That's great. Imagine there'd have to be days where you're like, "Oh, we got to pay our hotel bill. We better find something." To be fair, though, Peter, were they just going up to people's <laughs> tents and waving it to see who'd left their wallet in there? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. Sam in Cooper's Plains, metal detecting. We're learning all sorts of things. You've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, I've been doing it since I was about 16. Right. Um, I'm 22 now, so I've been doing it for a few years. Are you what the, uh, the first caller had, like you will get hired to go and find things? Um, I'll generally do it for free just because I enjoy the hobby. Like, we've, we've found rings and people's keys and stuff for them just for free because we just like it. Mm. Um, the most we've ever taken for a find is 100 bucks. Right. That was a wedding ring. But have you found stuff uh, just on your own that's been worth money? Um, the last big find I had was a platinum wedding band. Right. And then, as Abby was saying, what do you do? Do you try to locate the person or is it finders, keepers, losers, weepers? Um, well... Theft by finding, technically, but yeah, I try and find the owner where possible. Mm. Yep. Mm. But then I guess if you found it, no one claims it. Yeah. Um, it's you could what just take it to cashies, or do you get it melted down or something? Well, well, most of the stuff I find, honestly, I find a lot of old stuff. So the oldest coin I found in Brisbane is about 170 years old. Wow. Wow. That'd be awesome. Um, the old British coins and colonial coins and stuff like that. Isn't it annoying that not many people have coins anymore? Like, you would have found more back yeah. in the days at the beaches than you do now. Oh, back in the day, you go to a park and find 50 or 60 bucks in a couple of hours, and nowadays you can't do that. Wow. wow. Crazy stuff. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. It's a pointy end. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. the, the Lions are going to take on the Suns. The Q Clash is happening tomorrow night at the Gabba. Uh, kickoff is at 7.10. And Cam Rayner from the Lions joins us. Morning. 
Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, we can't have you in the studio because I know that everything's a bit... You're hunkered down. Well, no, I mean, like a, a couple of weeks ago when I was at the, the Gabba, it was uh, a, lot of, a lot of men down because of uh, COVID. How are the team going? Yeah, it was the last two weeks probably a little bit challenging. Um, I think we had about uh, nine changes or ten changes two weeks ago. So um, it's, it's kind of good it happened now. We, we can kind of stay together for this back end of the season and really give it a good go. It is nice, though, when you see, like, you know, especially on socials, they're like, and this guy's going to debut today. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people <laughs> yeah. that are like... The janitor's playing. <laughs> the, the under-20s love it. They're like, sweet ass, let it rip through. All, all the new boys have, um, have come straight back in. I remember last time we were talking, um, we were speaking about West Coast, and they had a couple of boys uh, that yeah. grabbed off the side of the park to play against us. So we nearly had to do the same thing. Wow. Uh, <laughs> the other thing you've got going against uh, both teams this weekend is the weather. It's looking like it's going to be nasty down there. <laughs> Yeah, I know. If this rain stays like this, it's going to be a bit of a, um, a sloppy match. But, um, you know, it doesn't matter whenever we play Gold Coast. They always end up being pretty close and pretty tight matches. So um, I'm looking forward to it. It should be a good cue clash. Yeah, I always feel bad when we're like, are we taking ponchos? Like, what are we doing? Like, it seems so hectic for us to be at the Gabba watching. And then you yeah. see you guys going on. You're like, it can't be nice running against the rain. <laughs> no, it's terrible. Um, it was worse last week running around in, in zero degrees in Canberra, to be honest, but um, uh, that's what you do with footy, I guess. Do they have a longs option? You the like on oh. some pants? They have long so, shirts. A couple of guys wear long yeah. shirts. Pants, though. Yeah, yeah, we, we usually do have a long sleeve. We didn't have a long sleeve option last week, though. Because we had our class jump. Yeah. <laughs> no, you wear skins. It's skins, isn't it? Like, you don't put tracky dacks or jeans on, but you put the skins you on. You can put so the skins, but a lot line. of them do wear long, yeah, yeah, long tops. I always feel about the oil. Now we've spoken about that. The oil? Well, I always think sometimes people look like they're glistening or a little mm. bit more than others. And mm-hmm. I'm like, is there like a band thing you can't put that on, you know, considering you're trying to mark? Can and... you bass yourself up, Cam, is what she's asking. <laughs> no, people definitely do because um, they put it on their arms to make them harder to tackle. So slip um, you can definitely tell when people put it on because you got to grab them and they literally slip straight through your fingers. Mm. Yeah. You yeah, can all... smell the baby oil. You're like, it's dead giveaway. Yeah, they all spray themselves <laughs> in the olive oil, wouldn't you? Or canola oil or something like that? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's actually cook- it's cooking spray. Yeah. Cooking spray, <laughs> Yeah, is that, yeah, that's is that, stuff. Is that legal? That's good stuff. Yeah, don't tell anyone that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they don't do it. It's the yeah. other team. I'm not saying right. the Lions do it. I look no. at the other team and I'm like, oh, oh Victorians. Teflon. What yeah. they do with their skin regime has nothing to do with anyone else, right, Cam? You do what you Yeah, exactly right. You do you, boo. I know you guys are busy playing football and that's what it's all about, but I did say it's getting towards the pointy end where we want to sort of finish as high as possible so we can play, um, you know, some semifinals here rather than, you know, having to go to Freeman. Right? Yeah, definitely. Um, the last couple of years, we probably had the chance to play finals at the Gabba, and we haven't really made the most of it. So, um, where for the higher we can finish, the more chance we're going to get at home, and you know, we're very hard to beat at the Gabba. Mm. And is it all like fully bubble again? Like, can you still go home or that sort of thing? How tight is uh, it at the moment? It's, it's it's not too bad. It's kind of club club dependent at the moment. So, um, we were, were probably a little bit cautious over the last two weeks, given what had happened. Yeah. Um, but it's not as bad as what it was two years ago when we were pretty much trained, go lock yourself in your bedroom and yeah. uh, when, when putty's back on. Yeah. Because do you, do you guys always go, all right, who's had COVID before? Because here in the studio we constantly say that the boys are like, well, now it's my turn because you guys haven't had it. I have not it. had it yet. Yeah. Have most players had it now? Yeah, I think it's I think it's most players that have had it. The thing that's probably started to scare a few people over the last couple of weeks was that a few boys have had it were starting to get it the second time around. Yeah. Um, so when that happened, we were all kind of like, well, everyone's probably vulnerable again now. So yeah. Wash your um, hands, you filthy buggers. 
Yeah, just got to do our best. <laughs> I've had it three I like times. I when you say that to them. Everyone else has had it twice, but no. no. They know that person goes, I've had it five times. Well, maybe you've got hygiene issues. Are you guys still doing the tests? you got to do a wrap before a game? Yeah, so it's usually, I think we do it around probably three or four a week. Um, wow. And then get, get one before a game, you have to, to send it to the AFL pretty much to tick everything off. So um, they're still putting all the right measures in to make sure that um, we try and contain it as much as we can. Yeah. <laughs> Brisbane wakes up with Staff Abby and Matt on B105.